Okay, so you said the three, you taught me something called the three sixes. Yes. Do elaborate. The three six rule where when we're looking for an ideal guy, they have to be above six feet, make at least six figures, (laughs) six inches, be at least six inches. Six inches what? In the downstairs department. What is that? Their legs? Their dick. <laughs> Their dick needs to be at least six inches. So Jordan has the three-six rule, which... <laughs> and I'll be lenient on the last one, okay, everyone? Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. It's the best of. It's the last episode of the freaking year. Dude, that's crazy. Can you believe it? No, I'm actually shook. Like, I'm shook that next week is 2023 oh my gosh and we just got through christmas and now we've got the week off and it's like i cannot believe 2022 is wrapping up at 2023 here we come it it was a crazy year but it was a good year (laughs) we're almost to a year also like our birthday the mean girl pod's birthday is coming up next month i know oh my god you know the best part about the mean girl pod what is that the sum is greater the parts are greater than the sum what does that mean? That all of us, like, um, you know how sometimes you're in something and you're like, uh, the team's on your back. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's like all the parts together make the sum so good. Oh, I love that. That was so sweet. That's very true. It's really true. I was I was reading through all of like the, what was your favorite part <laughs> of Mean Girl Pod this year? And I just felt like, I was like, this is so sweet. Like, everyone together makes this whole thing so great. I know. And it's, that's how you know you're part of a good thing. We're real I'm very grateful to be part of a team and a brand like where I love everything about it. Like the people, the things we talk about, the things we do. Like I feel like that's so rare to find. And I couldn't agree with more of you. More more with you. I'm very grateful. You know what I've also come to love? What? All the hate that we get. Oh, it's oh, the best. We love like, hate. Like I think it, at this point I find it so like, I don't know, charming. <laughs> well, truly, I you know what I think truly applies? What? No vices, no virtues. Like, if if you weren't saying something polarizing mm-hmm. enough or opinionated enough that half the world's like, yes, I'm with you, but the other half is like, I hate you, mainly yeah. guys. They're like, I hate you, girls. It's like, then you didn't say anything worth saying. Exactly. So I feel like we so say true. things worth saying where it's like, you're going to have half. Some of my friends from home... They're starting to like get in the comments and respond back. And I'm like, why bother? Mm-mm. Who cares? Mm-mm, we said yeah. something that, that people feel something about. I, would, I, would ne- I don't want to be indifferent. If someone feels indifferent about me, I'm insulted. If they feel mad or happy, I would prefer that. It takes more energy to hate than to love. Absolutely. My art professor in college used to say, silence is feedback. Because if no one has an opinion, that's the worst feedback you can get because no one gives a fuck. That is so, that is so yeah, true. I think about that too. That's yeah. I like the hate comments. Get in yeah. there and hate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, literally think about if you've ever hated something, how much energy that takes. Yeah. Like, and then you kind of like it. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, I kind of like it <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, at least you yeah, feel you something. Like the, you know, the other thing I think about this and you and I are really bad at this. We'll make oh. these like really quick rash decisions. We'll be like, yes, I'm going to do that. And we're going to, we're going to do that. And then like a week later, we're like, so we're not going to do that. Yeah. And I was talking to Graham the other day and I'm like, you know what I've learned also this year is that time forms an opinion for you. Like a gut instinct is one thing, but most of the time, like at the beginning of this podcast, at the beginning of like getting to know you, I was like, I don't know. 
And that was the best because as time went on, that's when you really form, like you learn to trust someone. You, you learn like, okay, they've got my back. I've got their back. But when you make these like rash decisions or like you form like a really quick friendship with someone and become like fast friends, I always feel like I end up regretting that as opposed to when I step back and don't do a rash, like a big rash decision so quickly. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Every time I've done that this year, I'm like, I'm like reversing it. But every time I walk slowly to the water, I'm like, oh, the water tasted a lot better. That's so true. Yeah. I, yeah, we, we do make a lot of rash decisions now that I think of it. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. And then all of a sudden, like you give us two days and we're like, we're not going to actually do that anymore. That's why you planning vacations is the best because you do it in advance. Yeah. And so I have, and when I, sometimes I'll plan a vacation two days ahead of time and then I'm like, I regret this. That was so much money. I didn't really have time to digest it. But if I just plan things, which by the way, you're rubbing off on me because I'm really starting, I'm at home and I'm like, excuse me, Graham, we need to plan this. And it's like in March. And he's like, why? And I'm like, who oh, are you? Oh, by it'll the way, feel so much better. Vegas 30th birthday party. I know we need to do it. Okay. I'm really and I'm really into that. Who has yeah. she become? A planner. And I'm becoming more <gasps> spontaneous. Oh no. <laughs> you are. Am I? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love. For sure. Yeah, you guys are rubbing off on me. That's why I need more um type B in my life than type A. I do think we have to surround ourselves with the opposite because it's a nice balance. Mm-hmm. If if I had a friend like me, I would be very, very, very annoyed. That would be tough. I could never. I'd be like, stop. You're annoying me. Like, I don't know how you guys don't say that about me. No, not at all. It's taught me so much. That's, that's really nice to hear. But same, same to you. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's an, like, oh, I could plan. And then, and then actually go. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And book it. And not have anxiety about booking it. You've really taken away a lot of anxiety in my life. So thank you. Thank you. You're that welcome. means so much. Same to you. Thank you. So so what this episode is, is it's the best of, which there's so many good parts mm-hmm. of the podcast. Because, you know, we had, we had a real life evolution. I was looking through all of our clips yesterday. Well, first of all, we look completely different. Oh, my goodness. That it's scary. So different. It's not. I'm like, who you would think we've been doing this for five years, literally long hair, short hair, blonder, darker hair. Like it's incredibly different. The clips I watched, like the very before even Alana was along, I watched some of those and I'm like, I don't know them. And then at the beginning of you, I'm like, I don't know them either. Mm -mm. Like, it's like we've lived about four different lives. I don't even know who she was a month ago. I know. It's crazy. Like eyelash extensions, lip filler, darker hair extensions. Like, who it's are world. they? It's a It's a crazy world. So, Your hair looks fantastic today, by the way. Thank you. It's a little long, but he told me like, he's like, leave it until after New Year's. You can cut it, but you bought it. So wear it. And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of vibing with it. Yeah, Thank like you. That. It looks really good. Thank you. Are you, and is that the color? Yes. I like it a lot. <laughs> Thank God it's the color. No, I, I didn't know if you were going to go blonder. I was like, I like it like this. No, it's going to stay just. No, it looks, it looks four months. Stunning. Get used to this. No, I love it. Okay, good. Thank you. Good. In the spirit of, you know, the end of the year, the listener question this week is kind of like about the podcast. And it is presented by Vagisil, by the way. Of course, of course. <laughs> Vagisil is women-owned and led. With 50 years of expertise, Vagisil continues to be an innovator, creating top-rated products for women's personal care. I know that the whole Mean Girl pod has become obsessed with Vagisil, especially the anti-itch wipes and cream, because there's nothing worse than an itchy downstairs. Go to Vagisil.com slash Mean Girl and sign up to save $2 on any Vagisil product. 
What take do you regret making the most on the podcast this year? <laughs> oh, God, there's so many. How long do you have? Yeah, just kidding. I don't regret anything I've ever said in my entire life. I would say I don't regret anything, but there's some things where I'm like, that's never going to leave. Like, or I'm never going to live that down. Which is? Probably the 666. <laughs> like, I made that fully as a joke when I was a little bit of more of a shallower person back in my day. And six months ago. Literally, yeah, six months ago. And now I, I don't live it down. Every day I get some type of DM like about how horrible of a take it was, how this person is like, I'm a five, six, seven. And I'm like, you guys, I don't actually care about six, six, six. Like, your dick doesn't need to be six inches. You should probably be six feet. I will say oh, that. Phew, I thought you were going to say six figures. And I was like, don't say and it. And I... You know what? I'll make the six figures, okay? There Good. Wow, well, how far? You know, we at the beginning of this, we talk about this a lot, but we had so many rules. And it was like, I'm sorry, we've come so far. Like, so many rules. And it was like, you can't do this. And the next you could be like, you can do that. And it's like, okay, now we're just living, which feels a lot better. Contradicting is our, was our middle name. It still kind of is our middle name. A little bit, yeah. But we admit it a little easier. Yeah. Um, my take is Graham not masturbating. Because <laughs> I'll post anything about him. And people are like, well, you won't even let the man jack off. And it's like, okay, one, you didn't listen to the episode. Two, the man can jack off. Like, of course, I'll let my husband masturbate if he wants to. But I do feel a little sad if that happens. Yeah. And I think the best advice we got was for him to not do that. Also, like, he gets, like, I don't know when he would masturbate. I think about my rules for Graham. There are none. I'm like, my husband can pretty much do whatever he wants. I don't want to be in the room next to him and him be in the bedroom jacking off. I would be like, uh, hello, please, like, not use me, but, like, I'm here also. <laughs> so, like, you know, take advantage. And it makes him hornier for you. Totally. Like, if he's jacking off every day, he's not going to, well, maybe he'll want to have sex, but he probably won't enjoy it as much. It feels so, it just feels, something about that scenario, like, we also live in a, I don't know, thousand square foot apartment. If I'm home or within the vicinity and you're jacking off, it just feels like a college boy to me. I'm like, text mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll come over and do it for you. I told him, I said, you know what I said to him? I'm like, I'll never say no. Like, if you seduce me, it's going to be a rare day that I'm like, no. I don't know that Love. I ever will, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so with, with that in mind, yeah, maybe 20 years down the road, I'm a tired old haggard that's like, no, yeah, please jack off. Like, of course, but not not at this age. We're too yeah, young. Yeah, you're properly seduced. To yeah. Properly. Yeah. Properly. I'm in. We love a properly seduced situation. <laughs> now, the band, there's a proper seduction to be had, and it needs to be. And it, sometimes I'm like, like last night, I found myself being like, like, guys can't read your mind in the bedroom, right? And so we're, yes. like, we're like doing things. And I'm, like, I just wish I love my boobs being touched. I just wish. And I found myself getting mad that he wasn't doing it. And then I'm, like, oh, my God. He doesn't know. Like, yeah. You just got to give him a little whisper. No, I think about that a lot in life. I'm just, like, oh, I really want them to do that. But I'm, like, why don't I just say it? But we've learned that. Yeah, just tell them. Just tell them. Just, just be like, hi, can you do this, please? Hi, move your finger a little more to the left, to the right. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back now, y'all. <laughs> One half this time. And it's like, there's something wrong with that. 
No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. So I guess in consensus, it's like we, I feel like this podcast got a lot sweeter and a lot more open and a lot more vulnerable as the years, the year, the months, the years, <laughs> as the months trucked along. It's like, we're like less rules, short kings, yes. Doesn't matter what size anything is. Doesn't matter your income. It just matters if you have a good heart. Like we want a good connection. The toxicness has left the blood system. Yes. And if you have something to say, you just tell them. Yeah. We we got a lot more compassionate, empathetic. Yeah. We grew to love each other. If you think about where we started. Yeah. It was a really sweet, prosperous year, all three of us. Like what? That's so true. And like, I feel like our relationships have changed so much and like crazy i went through my best times my worst times with you guys this year and that's really special like Mm -hmm. same there was hard days there was good days there was mood swings you guys have seen it all (laughs) let me let me be honest you've seen yeah you've seen me at my worst and my best we truly did a startup together like if you think about that mm -hmm. that's crazy it's like i have no words right now because it's really well one i'm dying (laughs) jordan's a little sick (laughs) i'm a little sick but you know what if you don't get sick for the end of the year you just I mean, that's normal for you. Right. Um, but I lost my train of thought. Because I can't um, think. Oh, I don't have much to say because. Oh, because it, it's so hard to wrap my head around everything that we did in technically less than a year because it hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah, it's crazy. It's From sentimental. When it started. You were like the all the comments were so sweet about you. They're like when Alana came along. Oh, that's sweet. We love Alana. Oh, my God. We love peanut Alana. Yeah. <laughs> love what? It's been so fun. Peanut Alana. I, I am really thankful because I truly didn't think I ever wanted to work on another podcast again. But I'm really glad that I did. Aww. I'm really glad I texted Jordan and was like, wait, I'll I'll do it. Aww, and yeah. I was like, I don't know her, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I never really wanted to do it again after, like, the last one I did. Just, like, kind of blew up in my face. So, like. You had trauma. But this is just so much better. It's so much more fun, so much more friendly, so much more love, so much more creative, so much more empowering, so much more, like, lovable. And I just I have so much fun coming in every day. It oh, does so make it, it is so surreal to think this is our job. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Like, I feel guilty sometimes because I'm like, I love my job too much. Yeah, like, it makes you, it lights you up inside. It does. And that's how you know that you found a really good thing. And 2023 is going to be such an exciting year. I'm just so excited to see all the things that we do and, like, the changes we're going to be making. Like, oh, my God. Like, where will we be next December? Oh. That's crazy to think about. Because if you would have asked us, I feel like all of us, like, where do you think you'll be by 2023? We would be like, wow, last oh. December, yeah. We weren't even, wasn't even we thing. weren't even friends. Wasn't even no. a thought. Wasn't even <laughs> on the radar. No. A lot can change in a year, I guess, if you... I was listening to Beth, Bethany Frankel on Ed Milet's podcast, and she said, the thing about it is sometimes you get... She said success is a combination of trying and luck a little bit. And, the prob, and everyone's like, well, what's the deal with luck? And it's like, well, luck is when the opportunity presents itself being ready. And I feel like that's what this was. It's like we never saw it coming, but when the opportunity presented itself, we were all ready. So yeah. it worked out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when the opportunity presents itself, you're being a shithead and you're not ready, so you can't seize the opportunity. And I feel like that's why if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah, I feel like hmm. I love that. That's so true. I also feel like if you take every year of my life, 2022 probably was the year that I had the most change. 
it's got to be, it's got, it's, it's, 20, is this 2022? Yeah, yes. This one. I know it happens all the time. I'm like, is it 21 or 23 that we're in? No, oh, no, no. I, I always think it's 2023. All right. Okay. Well, should we get into it? Yeah. Let's get into the best of. Wait, I'm going to listen to this. This is exciting. I know. I'm excited too. Yay. We love you guys so much. Happy New Year. Yeah. And next time you see us, it will be a brand new year. Brand new. Called 2023. Can I ask you guys a question? Yes. (laughs) I love when you say that. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, So someone asked or told me something last week, and I thought it was very interesting because it has to do with guys with big noses. And I feel like both of your guys' significant others have bigger noses, mm-hmm. right? Like, would you agree? Yeah, Graham. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, Mike does. Yeah, big noses. Yeah. Um, does. In yeah. the most yeah. m- beautiful way possible. Um, I, which I say, I like guys with big noses. Okay, I love big like, noses. Okay? that's masculine to me. Yes, I, I... I mean, no offense to, like, guys with small noses. <laughs> no. Short king, small nose yeah. season. <laughs> I love big noses. Don't they say, like, the sharper the jawline and the larger the nose, the more wise you are? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, my ex-boyfriend also had a massive nose too, so I'm just used to it. But so she told me that apparently guys with big noses give or big noses help stimulate the clitoris. And I wanted to know if that was true, if it helps with clitoris stimulation. <laughs> Not putting the nose on it. I think that's what she literally I think mean. it would mean that if they're eating your out yeah. eating you out, your the nose would be rubbing up against it. So you asked me this? When I was out, me and Mike were at dinner, and I read the text out loud, and he was like, "100% correct." Like I've consciously thought about that before. Really? Yeah. He's like, I've literally like used my nose before. Wait, that's incredible. You should ask Graham about this. If a guy's eating you out and they're like going to town, they're, they're like, like digging in there. The place. Yeah, and they're like, their nose is. Think about it, it's like, like it's it's rubbing up against it. I'm trying to think about the times. I guess it depends, like, how like how crazy they're going. Because, like, obviously, if you're eating a girl out, you can be very gentle and your nose could not touch her. But if you're going, like, to town, or maybe you need to be going to town so your nose touches her. I don't know. I've never eaten a girl out before, so I can't tell you how it works. I feel like if you're going down, if you're spending some time more south. Yeah. That's when the nose. That would be when the nose the does come into play. I don't know. I'm thinking lots of, I'm getting lots of tongue right now. Like I'm, I'm replaying it in my head. Cause there's obviously a way like you, you, I think Gray mainly uses his tongue, but I need to ask him if he uses his nose and if he does intentionally. Wait, or if a guy, if, unless you meant south of the border as the butt, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I guess like the, just the whole. Yeah, if you're like going below and like going down that way, then the nose is going down with it. I feel like that would feel great. That would be a The note, you should, they should use your nose. They should. Yeah. I like, yeah, I don't mind if he ever uses like his fingers because yeah. it's the same exact thing. So why not use your nose if it's there? Good point that would out. take a lot of coordination though. <laughs> yeah. That would be impressive to know. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if you're in the moment and you're, and you're just like getting it on with someone, any type of extra touch and stimulation just feels fantastic. You know what I mean? Like you're extra lubed up, you're wet, everything's just like sliding around. Yeah, why not throw the nose in there? It's even kind of like when a guy has um, some scruff, that scruff even can add stimulation. I'm anti-scruff. Really? It hurts me. It, down there in general, because I'm anti-scruff around my mouth because my skin is so sensitive. It hurts me everywhere. Oh, that's a big one for me, actually, that I've forgotten about. You're pro scruff. I'm very anti scruff anywhere. Well, let's be clear. P- 
pro scruff down there, anti scruff up there, because my skin is so sensitive. Like I'll make out with a guy, and I'll have like a rash on my face if they have. Wouldn't and I should say five o'clock shadow, not scruff, like soft scruff. You're pro scruff on their <clears throat> face down there, or you're pro them having scruff down there. Well, both, because I'm I'm not anti. Like, I don't believe in, like, everyone needs to be clean shaven 24-7. I feel like that's so juvenile. So, yeah, they can have scruff down there. But I was talking about scruff on their face going down on a girl. Okay. Yeah. I completely, I hard disagree. Well, quick, I have a quick thing. One, so, guys, if you have a big nose, use it. Use it or lose it, okay? Get a nose job if you don't already use it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, no. <laughs> no. No, literally, like, I feel like, guys, you can use your big nose to your advantage. I, I do, but I really think that would take some serious... Serious coordination? I think it would take some serious coordination. This is the other thing I'm thinking about with this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't turn me on. Yeah, I guess it depends if you're an internal or external um, stimulate. Like if you get more stimulation from internal or external. I'm going to try it. I'm really thinking about this. I didn't know what your nose theory was until now. Like if you were masturbating, would you get turned? Like would you come like from internal or external? Like, do you put the, like, use the vibrator on the outside or do you go in? So, I've never used a vibrator. Ever. Wait, I'm sorry. Ever? No. Even with Graham? Mm-mm. Ever? Mm-mm. Ever. Not one time. I wouldn't even know how to turn it Oh, my it God. My vibrator is my best friend. I use it almost every day. No idea. I would not know what to do with it. Yeah. Do you ever use, like, do you use the other toy, toys, vibrator? What? No, and, like, I'm not judging you at all, by the way. I'm, like... Mind blown because your well, life. It's just because on that vein of like all that fucking stuff right now. Wait, no. Yeah, I'm obviously down for it. I think I was entirely too lazy to ever go get one. Alex, your life could change That's forever. Crazy. If you use a vibrator, your world will explode. How do I use it? Like, so you, I don't even know where to begin. So you buy a vibrator. <laughs> There's multiple different types of vibrators. You can get vibrators that go in your vagina, outside of your vagina, all over the place. And it <sighs> vibrates on your clit. And you come. I don't. Okay, I'll try it. But like, we should go to the sex store with Alex and get her a vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. What? When would I do it? Ask him. Ask Graham to do it for you. Well, how do you masturbate? I I don't. Oh, I just. You have a husband. <laughs> what about pre-Graham? I feel like I've masturbated for so many years of my life. I never. You know, you don't have a dildo, right? No. I so. I what is that weird no it's not weird no it's never weird (laughs) we do not sex shame here okay that's not (laughs) weird at all I know I just thinking about it yeah I never did no I was thinking no um vibrators are amazing to have sex with as well Mm -hmm. I have heard this how I'm you know I'm down for toys how do I how would I what would I do there so I guess the way he could do it is he could use it in place of his finger so like like he could be eating you out and using the vibrator because vibrators can go in the vagina as well so he could be like putting it in because you could you could get a smaller one mm-hmm. or you guys could just like he could be using that instead of fingering you in general like while you guys are making out just like foreplay to like get you in the mood okay okay but, let me ask you this yeah keep going i was gonna say but your mind is going to yeah. be blown really yeah oh. by using a by using a vibrator my mind will be blown like have i been missing out can yeah. i ask you this is it worth me trying it if i've never done it yes yes oh and have Graham do it okay here's my question this is what I've been struggling with I've been having so much fun having sex lately that I'm like I don't want it to end will it last will it make it last longer uh 
I mean, I feel like it could make you come sooner because it's so amazing. But I don't want to come sooner because how do you make it last longer? Like when you come sooner than it's over, but it's so much fun to do it. Like, how do you make it last longer? I guess when you're on the verge of you, like if you know you're coming close to coming, just like throw it away, throw it up, throw out the room. And then just, okay. Keep it going. Okay. Because like, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like when I'm, I'll just be bored at home and I'll be like, yeah, I'll use my vibrator. Like literally, like I did three times yesterday. I was like, "Yeah, nothing else to do." Really? Yeah. Watch Bridgerton. Use the vibrator. <laughs> Go get a facial. Use the vibrator again. <laughs> Go to bed. Okay, so you brought up a good point, Alex. Confidence and intention. You should talk about that. Okay, because I've been thinking a lot about like how to be. Like, what is confidence, right? Mm-hmm. This girl DM me and was like, what, like well, where does confidence come from? So I started thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, if we always waited to do something until we were confident, we would never really do it, right? But if you linked it to your intention, like if you started thinking about, okay, we want to do the Mean Girl podcast. Like we always say on here, we don't have a clue what we're doing. Like, we don't have a clue what we're doing in life. We don't have a clue what we're doing on this podcast. Like, it's all so chaotic. You and I don't even know what we're doing here at Barstool, right? No, I'm doing it on a daily basis. Yeah, we're constantly like, we're not the pros and we don't know. But we do have good intention. Yes. We love connecting with people. We love what we do here at work because we get to talk to people. We get to say, like, we get to be self-deprecating. So our intention's really good. So if your confidence was just your intention, talking to a guy at a bar, like, because you wanted to feel good about yourself and because you wanted to go up and have a conversation with the guy because you want to date somebody because that you want love in your life, that's your intention. Actually, yes. No. If you're that. <laughs> not like good, if your intention was like, I want to go talk to that boy to piss off that other girl, that's a terrible intention. And you're not going to get confidence from there. And something bad will end up happening in that scenario. But if your intention's good and it's linked to your confidence, I think. Alex is, makes me a better person. <laughs> no, no, I don't have this figure. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, okay, if we have good intentions. We can be confident about that. Right? That, that's actually so true. Because when I think about when I go out talking to guys, I am like, why am I talking to them? Is it because it's not because I'm looking for a relationship? Is it because I'm looking to get attention? Am I looking to get validation? Am I looking to just have a conversation? Cause I'm bored. That's so valid. You know how they say all the time you find the guy when you're, when you stop looking. Yeah. That's because your intention, if you go out and you're trying to find the guy because you do want the validation or you do want X, Y, Z, your intention's not right. But when you stop looking, then when you're talking to a guy, your intention isn't to find somebody. It's simply to have a good conversation. That's when it happens. Also, I feel like just that in finding your intention through all aspects of life and dating. Like when you're talking to a guy on a daily basis, you have to think like, am I talking to him back to like last week's episode? Do I, am I talking to him because I like him or am I just bored? Right. What's your intention? What is, what is your intention right now with boys, I guess, would be a good question. To have fun. Because you, you, you have a good way of going about it, I feel like. Like, I don't ever feel like your dating situation is, like, toxic. I feel like you're just literally having fun. You have a good boundary with it. Yeah, I feel like across the board, it's truly fun. And whenever, since I'm not looking for a relationship, I'm in a really good, really good part of my life where when the guy plays too many games or they start to get obnoxious or I'm just not into it, I'm okay letting it go. I like that. Like, for example, I was talking to this guy last week yesterday actually and he was just like once again being really weird with the one wordy so I literally was like this is causing me more stress he's adding to my load like we talked about a few episodes and I feel like when you like someone they shouldn't add to your load they should reduce it so I was like you know what I'm done 
and I've I've decided I'm just I'm not gonna keep talking to him. Okay, well, speaking of that, what's what is the current boy update? Would you give us one? You know, finessing a little bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Define it. I feel like with me, I'm I always have a few boys I'm talking to, but. Not seeing, if that makes sense. Ooh, wait, that's a good way to put that. You're talking to him, but you're not seeing him. Yes, I feel like that's my that's me in a nutshell. I'm always talking to at least two or three guys, but I'm never seeing anyone. Okay, physically, like in person. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm having sex, dude. COVID's kind of over. <laughs> if you wanted to, but you know what I mean, though. It's like better. I just feel like I'm always. Every week, it's like there's a new guy I'm talking to, and like it's back to the one hit wonder. I talk to a guy for like a week, and then it just fizzles. Wait, do I feel like going out again? Because I was under a rock for a second. But when we went out, there are so many cute guys in New York. Oh, Alex, yes, there are. There are. I was yes. like, oh my gosh, they're like they're nice. Especially, oh, yes, there are, Alex. The the I nice. I don't think we're giving Jordan enough credit for what you did at the bar when you <laughs> when you went up to that boy. That was actually like. Oh, really cool of you. I can you tell that story. Yes, I can. Um, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say too. Is um, I feel like Alex, like you, this podcast has helped my confidence tremendously. Should because a few months ago I would never approached a guy that hot at a bar. Really, never. Oh my gosh, Jordan looked so cute this weekend too. Never. Even Graham the next morning was like, I loved her outfit, and I was like, I know. Oh, you guys are the best. Quick side note. If you guys are hanging out with girls who don't hype you up, get new friends right now. There, There's no room for that. There can't be. We you, can't. Like, even when we walked out of that one bar and you had your tank top untucked, I was like, tuck your freaking tank top in. You have a cute body. You got to show a little something, something. Oh, that was so cute of you. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I I can't stand. I know we're going a little tangent right now, but you, we have no room for people in our life who don't want the best from us for us. Have you ever not? Okay, I will admit to this. I have sometimes in my life not not wanted the best for somebody, but I can officially say when you have some sort of like ill energy going towards somebody, it's it only it's only about yourself. It's always about you, right? Always. It's like being on social media, I've realized whenever I'm jealous of other people on social media, I'm like, wait, I'm not actually jealous of them. I'm jealous of them because of something that's hitting an insecurity inside of me. It's never them. It's never them. It's a me issue. Yes. So if someone's jealous of you, it's it says more about them than you. Yes. Okay. So anyways, yes. you looked so cute this week and tell the story. <laughs> so we were at a bar and there was just like a lot of really cute guys. And we saw this one guy and he was so cute. And we, he was like walked past us. He seemed a little, a little shy. We didn't really know what his intention was. And then he walked back and we noticed he was talking to another really cute guy. And I was like, I really want to, I really want to talk to this guy, but I don't know how. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go up there and ask if they're single or taken. And this is a really great way to approach guys. I realized because one, that's just a normal question. Two, if they act weird, you always can blame it on your friends. Any day. I could, if that guy, if they were weird to me, I literally could have been like, I'm asking because my two friends over here are really interested in you and they just want to know if you have a girlfriend or not. Throw it at other people. Put it on them. <laughs> so it, it's like it's a it's a non losing situation. So I went up to the and I went up to two guys. So once again, keep the ratio small. We don't need to approach a, a group of five guys. Raise your hand if you're single, so I know if I can talk to you. <laughs> and I just went up to both of them. They were just having a conversation. I was like, Hey, I just have a quick question for you guys. And they're like, Yeah, what's up? And I was like, Are you single? Or are you taken? 
And they were actually so unbelievably nice about it. The one is engaged and he was so cool still. He was like, I'm actually engaged. And his other friend was like, but I'm single. And they kept the conversation going. We talked for a bit. And then I was like, me and my uh, girlfriends are sitting over there if you want to join us. And they did. And they're so cool. Hung out with them all night. Hung out with them all night. They were so nice. I would hang out with them again, actually. Yes. Me too. Like, they were very nice, normal, cool. But here's the thing, though. You should always, like, if we are trying to figure out the least harmless approach you can give somebody, that's it. Yes. Are you single or are you taking, like, and it also you never be mad. It also gives the person an easy out, too, because those guys, if they were, like, this girl is, I'm not about it, they easily could have both been, like, we're both taken. No harm, no foul. Zero. Like, it's a win-win all across the board. And if their girlfriends were standing across the bar and they're like, what'd she ask you? Literally, big. she asked if I was single or taken, and I said I was taken. Boom, yeah. done, over. It's it's just, like, literally so easy. You're not making the person feel awkward. Because you know how many times, like, if a guy approaches you and they ask you or, like, make, like, a weird comment or try to hit on you, you're like, well, you're just kind of creepy. Right. Like, if this is just a win-win. You can't lose in this situation. So, exactly. So then from there, they came and sat down with us. Yeah. And look, we made new friends. Also, another thing I, I learned... Um, and you have to be very careful with this because some people think I'm crazy. But if you're talking to a guy and you like them and they're interested in you, like take something from them and hold it as collateral so they can never leave. I realize I do that a lot. I'm real? sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Excuse a me. What? Item? Like like a twenty dollar bill or like their phone or something? Like your little troll <laughs> collecting treasures. Wait, like you're holding them hostage? <laughs> It's so fucked up. It does. Explain it. I know you can't possibly just mean that. <laughs> you sound like a serial killer. Take Isn't something that what serial killers do. <laughs> hey, take something from the person you just met. <laughs> they know I took it. Wait, explain it. Okay, so I'm done. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I sound psychotic. Yeah, that was crazy. This never happened. You never sound crazy. <laughs> I really wish I didn't say it, but hear me Man, out. Can't undo it. Okay. Make sure you guys are both interested in one another. Is this the first night situation? Oh, my God. <laughs> in both instances, it has been, yes. So one time. So, okay. So make sure you're interested in the guy. And I'm talking about taking, like, a pair of sunglasses. Are you saying so? He, so you have thought you were or a phone. Game. I took a phone once. <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm but it's yeah. a joke. You're like, it's like hey, a, that's not funny. You take to my phone. You're just like, I left. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna hold on to these for you, and then that way they like have to make sure they see you before they go. Oh, I thought you meant at their apartment. You took their phone. You went. No, stop. I was at like the bar, dude. Okay, this is so much less messy. Yes. Up. Okay, so at the bar, oh, for example, my gosh. you're like That's a cute flirting tactic. Yes. Yeah, sweet. Okay. Love, 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 love. We love it. Explain it better. That was a really <laughs> shitty psych, explanation. I got it cute real real quick. Yeah. Okay, so if you're talking to a guy and you guys are both obviously interested interested in one another. At the bar. At the bar. At the bar. You can, and like, let's say like they have some stuff, like guys just have all their stuff always out. Let's say their sunglasses fall. You can be like, I'll just hold on to these for you. And then that way, before they leave, let's say they like talk to somebody else or like, you're in a rush, like you have, like you have to have one more interaction before they walk out the bar. They have to find you before they leave. Oh, you could be like, let's take a selfie on your phone, then you actually put the phone in your pocket. Yes, and they have to come find well, you. I, so one of the guys I was talking to, this was a while back, um, like a few months ago. 
this is something we were vibing all night. Like, we were very comfortable with each other. He was being really annoying about his phone. Like he kept trying to take pictures of me like in a really gross way. So I was like, I'm holding on to this the rest of the night. This oh, is no. my phone now. And then I ended up leaving the bar accidentally. And he had, to, and I like did not have this plan, by the way. He had to follow me out and get the phone. And then we kept hanging out. We actually left together. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. Good. That's smart, ladies. Or guys. Oh, I would love it if a guy did that to you. Mm. No one is taking my stuff. Yeah, you would, Jordan would never relinquish control. Yeah, no. But, it's, but you, the only thing I'll preface, please make sure you guys are both into each other. It can come off completely psychotic otherwise, right? Yes. Yeah, and like, don't do anything. Like, don't do a wallet. You don't need to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Glasses, um, a phone. I don't know that that phone's a little intense. Chapstick. <laughs> yeah, chapstick. chapstick. The phone was only because I was... One, extremely comfortable with him. And two, he kept trying to take pictures. So I was like, no, you're done. I don't know. I'm not opposed to the wallet. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> all right. I mean, I'm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and your friends get some drinks. So, I mean, it's just like another really great way to. And I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if a guy did that with like my sunglasses. No, I wouldn't yeah. care. No, no. I'd be like, oh, I don't. So, sometimes we don't have any room in our purse. Take off a shoe. <laughs> Give him the whole bag. Take Have a bra. <laughs> no. That's actually a good one. Take off the bra. Oh, yes. You guys, what if you went to the bathroom, took your underwear off, slid it into a guy's pocket, left the bar, and was like, or you were like, come with me, and like slid your underwear in his pocket? Would you do that for us? No. Just please. Sample. That's terrifying. That's so self centered of you not to That's volunteer. Like so sexy. Is I don't it, think I could ever do that. I feel like you have to do that with a guy that maybe. Um, I know we don't play games here, but like that's being a little bit of a dick to you, like to kind of show them who's boss. <gasps> that's funny. Like you're at a bar, you're talking to other girls and you're like, oh no, no, you're mine. So you take your underwear off, get out of the bathroom, put it in his like pocket and you can be like, left you something. Yep. I think I'm going to do that to Graham. I, I know that we're married, but that would be a fun flirting husband thing. That's cute. Yeah. Spicy. Keep it spicy. Quick pause to talk about Vagisil. There are so many everyday things that can make your vulva feel itchy, and there's nothing worse, oh my gosh, when you have an itchy downstairs, like shaving, waxing, sweat, friction from sex, clothing, pads, liners, harsh detergents or soaps, hormonal changes, your period, or the worst of them all, a yeast infection. Vagisil itch relief creams and wipes work beautifully to help stop the itch instantly. Vagisil itch cream is the number one selling vulvar itch product on the market. Created by the number one itch experts, Vagisil's female scientists using the strongest anti-itch medicines available, plus skin conditioning, botanicals, and vitamin E. They're gentle yet effective, clinically proven, and gynecologist tested. Choose cream or wipes, whichever you prefer. I personally am a wipe girl. Something about removing it makes me feel better than just like rubbing it around, but there's no bad option. When your vulva feels healthy and happy, you feel like your most beautiful self, which is the most accurate ever because there's nothing worse than something going on downstairs because it affects everything. So go to Vagisil.com slash Mean Girl and sign up to save $2 on any Vagisil product. That's Vagisil.com slash Mean Girl and sign up to save $2 on any Vagisil product. When I'm on airplanes, I'll scroll back and look at photos of like times. And like I'll just oh times in your life yeah 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 times yeah yeah like old old photos (laughs) just look at the times so I'll I'll be on an airplane and I'll scroll back up to a year ago and I'll be I'll go to like a friend's wedding Mm -hmm. and I'll start looking at the photos and I'm like oh my gosh like I looked cute and then I'll remember how I felt during that time Mm. and I would look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and I would be like hmm wow your face is puffy yeah then I look at the photos and I'm like oh my gosh like look how much fun I was having like I'm like I look cute but I I think back to that feeling of how I felt and I'm like. I felt terrible, like just would, and I'm just like would berate myself. 
I wouldn't want to post the pictures. I wouldn't even want to take the pictures. Yeah. And it's like, I just wish I could base it off of how I felt. What is the lens that you're seeing yourself in that's giving it like a negative light at that moment? Like when you look in the mirror, when you looked in the mirror then, like what was the like, what was the filter that you were seeing? I think I feel like if I'm not eating pretty healthy or working out, or not eating the right amount, then the next morning I deserve to wake up and like look puffy if I didn't obey all of the rules in my head. I'm like, it's like a, I'm in a race on a track and there's five lanes, but I'm in all five of them. And every day it's like me versus me versus me versus me versus some new rule, right? Like mm-hmm. I just live in like a pond of rules around the food thing. And it's, it's like almost habilitating sometimes. And it didn't used to be like this. Like I wasn't this way in college or high school. It happened mm. later in life. It happened when I got married. It happened when I went on the wedding diet. I thought I was fat on my wedding day. I remember putting on my dress and being like, wow. I am this big on my wedding day. Yeah, I've seen pictures. You look incredible. <laughs> and that's how I know I'm like, I look back at the photos and I'm like, wow, I was like proud of you. Like, you know, you, you worked out and like you looked great. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but you were so mean to yourself. Yeah. Like, but I feel like it makes me feel better to know like, I think everyone is that way. Like, it's not just us, right? Oh, oh I, yeah. All my friends, every, my mom, every woman in my life, even men too. I also think too, like for me, I know it started back in high school because I was this big in high school. I was the smallest. Were you per- really? Oh my God. I was the smallest girl ever. And it was like genetic. I was just, I got so tall. I was like five, seven when I was in like seventh grade. Oh, I just shot up. Wow. And I think. I was always told, like, everyone always praised me for being small. They're like, you're so small, you're so small, you're so small. And at the time, everyone thinks they're complimenting you, but I think we forget, like, skinny shaming is just as toxic as fat shaming. I don't think we ever should compliment someone based off of their body because if I was like, Alex, you look so skinny today, I don't know what you did to look that way. For all I know, you could have starved yourself last night. You could have worked out for three hours, and then in your head you think, oh, I have to keep – doing x y and z to receive those compliments of looking skinny because she didn't tell me i looked skinny two days ago and i ate way more two days ago like i don't mm-hmm. think people realize that yeah you know what i mean i agree with that it's nice the best compliments like oh you look cute yeah i'm like okay because i did do my makeup so yes. thank you for that but that had nothing to do with anything else about yeah. me so then growing up when i like went through puberty and like actually matured and got a more of a woman's body I wasn't the smallest girl anymore and like obviously people stopped saying it and then it just like messed with my ex I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa people aren't praising me for my size anymore like did I do something wrong so that I think we just all forget like body comments positive negative they affect people usually always negatively yeah you yeah I would say I would say always negatively mm-hmm. bodies I don't know I feel like if there's guys listening too, I still am trying to explain this to the guys in my life. Mm-hmm. My dad, I love him to death. But if I am sitting in the kitchen, like standing and eating like before dinner, he'll be like, whoa, like there <laughs> she goes before dinner. And like, I can start crying. Wait, but he ate Yeah. And he's like, honey, who cares? And I'm like, me, I care. Wait, Alex, my dad literally always goes, stop snacking. And we want to make sure you finish your dinner. And I'm like, when have I never finished my dinner? And I tell my mom, like, mom, he needs to stop because it's triggering and it's making me have horrible thoughts. And she's like, I've told him a million times. And I'm the same way. I want to cry. I have stood there and just started bawling out of anger of like, 
why don't you get it? And to them, they're like, what's there to get? Yes. Oh, my God. (gasps) Wow. That makes me feel so much better because I used to never, I don't know if he used to never do it or I never cared. My dad's in my whole life. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, in high school, maybe he was like, oh, another ego, you know? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. Do not point out. What I'm eating. Never Cannot. comment on what someone's eating. Ever. <sighs> the amount, Even if it's like how little or how much. Like even with you training, like the last thing I would ever ask you is, Alex, are you getting enough fuel? Are you making sure you're eating enough? Like that's none of my business. None right. of my business. Right. Like, between you and your trainer. Right, right. And and then me and myself. Yes. You know? Yeah, and you and yourself. And then, and then eat the food. <laughs> like, oh, it, just, it grinds my gears. Like I just, I'll never understand why we put so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain size. Or, like, why why we care. Like, putting on a suit this summer, I'm like, no one cares what I look like but me. Who do you care what they look like? Could, do, do you care one bit what I look like in a swimsuit? No. And you know what's so funny? So, my one of my best friends texted me today, and she's like, I'm going through, like, a lot of bad body image issues. And I texted her. I was like, yeah, me too. And you want to know what's funny? I've never once cared what any of my friends look like. I've never once set their worth based off of their body weight but for some reason I do it to myself every day <laughs> yeah I, I could literally care the only time I actually cared about what you wore was I did think you had a really cute waist and I was like <laughs> you're hiding it well that's what I feel like if anything you think oh my god you look so cute and good yeah and you're like fuck I look like shit yes it's always Wait, yes well do you remember when we went out and we were talking about our height differences and I was saying that I'm short compared to you guys and it makes me feel less like a woman when I stand next to you yeah. and you guys were saying it when you stand next to me it makes you feel like big yeah isn't that interesting I feel so embarrassed standing next to you guys when we go out which is so funny because I feel embarrassed standing next to you because you're so cute and little no I don't short short not little short <laughs> I feel like a house I feel like, I feel I feel like, like a, I feel like a child I don't feel like a woman no, I don't know it's isn't that interesting lenses. that's yeah. such a good point yeah it's so true if I'll be I remember back to spring breaks and people, <gasps> people will be in their swimsuits. Mm. And I'm like, holy mother of you all look awesome. And then I'm like, and you. <laughs> you know? And it's like, you yeah. all probably thought the same thing. Like, yeah. It's so crazy. I used to, um, so, my like, growing up, my friends had hot tubs, pools. I used to, like, make up excuses not to spend, like, go to them because I would refuse to wear a suit in front of my friends. My friends should be, like, the one place I feel the most confident wearing a suit in front of. But I used to, like, deny plans because of like wearing a suit all the time really mm-hmm. especially if guys were there i never would go okay does anybody do this probably no <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we all do this well, it's like yeah knowing you have something coming up like okay so you're supposed to put on a dress on friday the friday before i'm like and it's crash course and i'm miserable you don't even want to know what i did before my birthday really yeah i always do that yeah mm. yeah it's so bad the worst it's really really bad yeah and then it it like gets up to, or it like hits you and then all of a sudden it just like spy oh it's so bad i think it mentally for us to be like to berate ourselves and be like you have to prepare for this mm-hmm. it's the worst it's the worst feeling in the world like it's so mean to ourselves yeah like mm. going to the shore and putting on a suit in front of your friends and your co-workers no thank you I will not be doing that. No, jean shorts will be on the whole time. That should be illegal. Literally. Like, but that's what my but first thought is. But they don't care. No, but one of my <laughs> first thought was when you were like, you guys were like, come to the shore where you can all like hang out together. I was like, 
<laughs> I literally go, you want me to wear a suit in front of all you guys? No. Jordan's like, no. I'm like, no. In my head, I'm literally like, it's so messed up. But I'm like, okay, I have to get a cover up that I can keep on the whole time. I have to find cute jean shorts that I could keep on the whole time. Like, that's like the thoughts. that the first, Not even how much fun I'm going to have. It's going to be what I think of myself. Mm. So toxic. Something changed for me last summer. Oh, and what? I never Please went share. back. Please okay. tell when me I, When I broke my leg in about a month, I lost 12 pounds. Which I don't remember the last time I probably pre-puberty was when I weighed what I weighed, and before I hadn't weighed myself at this point, and I remember like looking in the mirror and still thinking the same thoughts I had thought about my body because you didn't know your weight before. I didn't know my weight. I didn't know how I felt, and I remember like putting something on and being like, "Ugh, gross" or something. And then I went to the doctor when I saw the number on my on the scale, I was legit like shell-shocked because it kind of all came full circle for me like I always thought if I lost this amount of weight, I would look better, be better, be happier. Mm-hmm. And then I had and I felt no different about my body not knowing the number. And that so, so now I I went back to like my natural weight. And I don't think about my body the same way I did before I, I broke my leg. Wait, How do you think of it? How I just think I'm hot. Like, what a, I just am like, I'm. Wait, can you say that again? I just think I'm so hot. Like, what? I do. Yeah. Because I always had this thing in my head. Yeah. If I if I did this, I would feel better and look better. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't true. And I realized that it was like a mind thing. That's so valuable because if you, th- I mean, like, I've, I've fluctuated all over the place throughout my entire life. And I've been very small, and I always think, like, I've always told myself, Jordan, go back to the time you were your smallest. Were you happy? No, you were your most miserable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, Isn't that crazy? Because I isolated myself from society because I was too afraid to go out to eat with my friends. I was in my head all the time. I was the saddest I've ever been. And then I think about when I was my, not heaviest, but my healthiest, and fucking loved life. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, hearing Alana say like now I just think I'm hot I love that I thought that was so cool to hear you say mm-hmm. like something a part of me was like oh my god and then I imagine me saying that and I'm like uh-huh. I could never say that out loud but hearing you say I'm so hot I thought like I saw like a, I was like oh a rainbow like my god but you like, are cool. like because now I feel like I look at you and be like you're so hot and now I look that. at myself kind of in that guys that hopefully other people see me oh my god you're but yes. hot like I don't have that self-hate because I was there I reached this milestone mm. that I thought I wanted to reach without knowing and I still had that like self-hate thing yeah That's so, so I knew it was fake do you know what I mean such a cool moment for you to realize it, was. it really was I was like shocked I remember being at the doctor's office like completely like I felt like my world was flipped upside down wow so your takeaway was like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, I won't be happy even if I lost 100 pounds. Like, it doesn't it, exist. It made me realize that all that self-hate is, like, completely not real. It's like being afraid of the dark. That's so true. Yeah. Well, that's not real either. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I, I don't know what size I am ever anymore. I can't go on a scale. Oh no, well, that's no, good. I'm that's saying, good for you. Yeah, I, I can't go on a scale. I'm saying even scales looking at the are mirror. crazy. Oh, same. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. No idea. Lost it. Can't remember. I. Oh my god, it, it's it's amazing what our mind can mm-hmm. play tricks on. But it, like something that comforts me in a really fucked up way is <laughs> wheels are uh, turning. Um, it like I always think I'm like okay, I have people in my life of all different sizes, 
smaller than me, bigger than me, my size, none of us are happy. Like, that sounds really fucked up, but, like, it makes me realize, like, we all are struggling with our size, no matter if we are the ideal size that society tells us or the size that society tells us not to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, no, de- Wait, definitely. What, what, did you, what started turning in your head when I said that? Well, I was thinking, could you say I'm hot? Could I say that you're hot? No, you're hot. Oh, yeah. Say, can you no. say about yourself? I barely, I'm still working on my confidence. No, I can't say that. No, same. And I think we should try to say it because, like, when she said it, I was like, <gasps> I, I believed Alana when she said it. Same. I believed it. I was like, hell yeah, you fucking yeah. are. Which is, which I can, like, feel that energy from you, which makes yes. you even hotter. Yes. Oh, God. Thank you. <laughs> you, like, ra- oh, I God. knew you were going to say you. that. I was like, she radiates yeah. it. You do, you do radiate, oh, like, God, confident. You. I'm hot. Also, yes. the whole time we've been having the body image talk about even talking about it on here, I could tell she didn't have it. Yeah. You and I, are I like, just got out okay. of it one day. Like I and it's it's hard to explain, but I feel like when I look at myself in the mirror now, I look at like the essence of me rather than like, oh, my thighs look bigger than usual. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am as the essence of myself. I am. I'm hot. Yeah. Like, when I walk to work, I feel like a hot girl going to work. And you can walk, and you have, like, the strength and, like, the fuel in your body to do it. Right. I would pay money to see myself the way that, like, the people who love me see me. If you saw me the way I saw you, (laughs) you'd be like. Wait, did you hear what you just said? If you saw. What? No, what did I say? You saw me the way I saw you. Oh, if you saw you the way I saw you. If you saw me the way. No. Wait. If you saw yourself through my eyes, you'd be like, damn. It's safe for you. If you saw yourself the way I see you every day, you'd be like, holy hell, I'm the hottest girl in this world. Yeah, and I, it's what I think about you. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here boxing against myself. It's actually, it's, it, the, it's so fucked up. Um, say you're hot. I want to make it a TikTok noise. Okay. You first. Fuck. It's your Come idea. On. You go first. I want to go first. Yeah, you go first. I'm fucking hot. It's so hard. I am so fucking hot. Oh my god, it's like swearing in front of your parents. Worse. (laughs) Wait, we've got to be able to. We've got to be able to. It's like the penis game. Yes, I'm hot. I I struggle with this department. I can't talk about myself. I know, which is so weird because you're the most common person I've ever met in my life. One more time. I'm hot. (laughs) I'm hot. (laughs) I'm. I'm hot. Is that better? Faster. I'm hot. Why? Why are you hot? I'm hot. Why? Because I cannot. What? (laughs) I cannot answer that. (laughs) I'm blushing. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not in the hot seat. Jordan, say it. Oh my! I know. Why is it so? Okay, this is so pathetic. I'm hot. So pathetic. That's better. better. I'm hot. Go. I'm hot. That wasn't with conviction at all. I'm hot. No. (laughs) I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah, I love doing it for you. There we go. Yeah, I'm hot. 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 It's like, no, I'm, no, you're, I'm hot. No, you're hot. I'm hot. And she's hot. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's really hard. Let's work on it. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's so weird because I just said, like, you're the most common person I know, and you are, I feel like, in all aspects, but you, like, to you, you're, like, not in this aspect, which I would never have known. Mm Mm-mm. 
I up until this week, I never knew you thought this way about your body. I didn't know you did either. Like we've sort of actually like a couple glasses of wine. We're always like, oh yeah, have I told you about my body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and then we'll both be like, too much. Don't tell me. Well, and I think the reason why, I mean, the reason why I don't talk about people is because I've learned in therapy, like I cannot project that onto other people because it's triggering. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't know I struggle with it, but then it's hard because sometimes like people don't, I don't, if I make comments, people don't validate those comments. I think the one thing we have to remember is like everyone deals with it. And like, mm -hmm. I, I know one thing we didn't want to do was trigger somebody. Cause like mm -hmm. I can be easily triggered. And I know you can oh, too, God, yeah. but like we, we also, I feel like we just shared our own experience. Yeah. Right? Did we do that? It was just yeah. us, right? Yeah, and it's okay to feel this way. And, like, if you do feel this way, I want you to look in the mirror and say you're hot right oh. now. Do it right now. <laughs> right now. You should even see if you can. Yeah. Like that. What a test. So, like, send us a send us a video on Instagram. Like, DM us a video of you saying it. We won't Put show it on anyone. your story. Yeah. yeah. I'm hot. Post a selfie. Uh, hopefully we can make the sound of sounds on TikTok. Yeah, we should make a TikTok after this saying I'm uh, hot. Going around and making everyone in the office say they're hot. hot. But why are you hot? What makes you hot? Uh, I like my teeth. That's a good answer. My smile. Yeah, that's yeah. really cute. Do you like your lips? I your do lips. now. Yeah. yeah, I think your lips are great. <laughs> now that I have lip filler, I do. <laughs> Jordan, hey, Alex. You know I mean, sorry. I do. That's good, though. What do you like? What is, what's hot about you? I think it's your charm. That's nice. Your like energy is like hot. I'll take because that. I thought you were confident. Yeah, I do. I, I obviously your face too. Yeah, your face, but like your hair, <laughs> your body, <laughs> your teeth, your lips, your nose, your eyes. This is a hard episode for us. It is. Yes, it's also very eye opening. All right, Better do we talk. dirty talk in the bedroom? A yeah, I would say, okay, I would say we do, but I would say it's the same thing every time. Like, because we know the sweet spots. So like if it if it's I'm never like I'll just say like I'm trying to think you don't want to give us specifics of what you guys say you have your sound bites that you go for we have our sound bites but they're always the same sound bites we can ask is it when you're doing foreplay or when you're actually having sex this is what Graham would like me to to explain to everybody okay because I was talking about this Love the other day this. and he was like well you told him we don't do foreplay and I was like no kind of forgot to explain that part you said you don't do foreplay no we don't do foreplay I didn't tell you guys that oh you guys don't do foreplay no stick it in <laughs> wait, wait, this is. Oh my gosh, wait, wait I'm confused. This, this episode could be two hours with what you just said. What? I don't know. We never have. Like, I don't even really know much about foreplay because I've forgotten. We literally just, like, it takes us, like, five seconds, like, get him hard. That's the most important part. I can, like, turn on, like, a light switch. Love. Like, so I, I'm, like, ready to go. And then that's it. So that's all the foreplay like, is. Are you jumping back and forth while you guys are actually having sex? Like you said, you were 69ing. Like yes, 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 yes. Okay. I love to try to make sex last forever because I think it feels so good. Okay. So we, we don't do the foreplay thing, though. It's like immediately we'll go into it and then like I'll stop because I'm like, I don't want to orgasm. I do not want this to end. So I then we'll a, do the 69 I have a thing. question for you two ladies in relationships and marriages. <laughs> <laughs> when, the longer you're in a relationship, does the foreplay tend to go away? For, or is it, have you ever done foreplay? We used to do foreplay when we were dating probably the first year. Okay. No, we definitely <laughs> did foreplay, actually. The first, but now it's like we've transformed or transferred into this thing where we like to make the sex part longer. And we'll like jump into the 60, like things like that and like play around while we're doing it. 
but we don't do foreplay than sex. It's do like you, sex foreplay. Do you? Mm-hmm. You do do foreplay. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what? Always? If you want. You don't, you, we're just I mean, just Specifics, the, details, everything. The, it's a little different every time, okay. a little shuffle play. Am I dumb or, I thought foreplay was everything up until the dick goes into I, a hole that's what i consider it i would agree okay with that. okay just want to make sure we're on the same page so okay you guys don't like make out or kiss you just we would just enters out? you <laughs> no we no we did we would maybe like if i was in the kitchen <clears throat> making dinner <laughs> which would not happen <laughs> just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> no, i don't blame you <laughs> if i was in the kitchen watching him make dinner and he like came up behind me and was like touched like, your boobs touched my boobs i'd be like okay i know what he wants to do like we would kiss a little like in the kitchen and then we would go to the bedroom but we just like don't like foreplay it's one of those things to call back to a a previous episode where you know how you like communicate things you like yeah like there was just one day i remember we were in colorado and he, with me yeah, yeah no, not like, with excuse me. Me. <laughs> like, like years ago and i was like i hate the foreplay part he was like same and we just were like let's not do it love the communication question do you guys make out yes oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay oh yeah, yeah but not yeah. you just don't need to like get aroused no, I will like we like kiss the whole entire time during sex. Oh, okay. A lot of it. Like I love to kiss. I do too. It's like the best. Isn't it the best? Making out's the best part of life. Don't you think? I, I will mm-hmm. if someone asks me what's the best part of life, I would say making out. Lips are meant to touch. It's electric. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Can like lip to lip contact gives you like an inside look at somebody's soul. It like lets you know the compatibility compatibility. Compatibility, what they like what type of person they are it's like i feel like i can read someone's mind when i make out them. i love it are you doing like tongue like or are you just doing lip to lip I, because people kiss differently top bottom lip upper well, lip you know remember like, we talked about this bottom top your what are you so remember pre-lip oh lip yes top, be pre-lip fillers i was bottom but now that i'm um i have a lip fillers i kind of like to switch it up um back to the question yes, yes sorry, 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 sorry 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 depends on the situation when yeah. it comes to making out yeah, okay so, so yes we don't we do we do it's just the same stuff every time okay what's what about you guys <laughs> okay so i kind of have like a vulnerable story okay i've never really talked about this because it's oh kind of God. embarrassing but I'm it's not my seat. I'm sorry. <laughs> so i i i really enjoy sex and back in the day i was somewhat vocal when i had sex and because I, I liked making noise i also thought that's what guys also liked um and i liked it too because i felt like it was fun to like make noises and like to talk dirty in bed but a few years ago i was seeing this guy granted he was very introverted and we would have like this like crazy sex like it was the most intimate sex ever and i was like very vocal during it and i i like made noises i like said stuff and one time he like made a comment that he thought it was almost like embarrassing what I was saying. And ever since that, then like you guys, I'm not kidding you. Like we had sex. He told me that I literally told him he had to leave and I never spoke to him again. Like I was so traumatized. I have literal PTSD from that. And I cannot make a sound when I have sex now. I'm literally traumatized. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. sounds like he has Christian guilt. Maybe I, he's like brutish. He was from, a, right? he was from the would... South. Okay. He was an engineer and he was extremely like, type a introverted hold on what did he were you in the middle of it or had it ended and and what did he say it was in the middle of it and it was like 
the sex was in phenomenal it was in the middle of it and he was he, i can't remember exactly what he said because like honestly i kind of like blacked it out because i was like very embarrassed and traumatized now that i think about it i was like it wasn't a me thing it was him because if it was any other guy they would have had an incredible they would have loved it they would have yeah. loved it yeah it was almost like he was like laughing and was like do you have to make like do you have to like make noises when you have sex good for you for asking him to leave oh i literally did i literally got off of him and i was like what did you just say and I was like, you cannot, like, I pretty much said you cannot sex shame. Like, one, that's so rude of you to do. Two, if you have a problem with it, say it nicer. And three, you need to get the fuck out of my apartment. He left. He, like, reached out to me a bunch of times. And I told him I never wanted to speak to him again. <gasps> Good for you. I, I was like, you know when you're angry with someone and you just feel this anger where, like, you truly, like, you know sometimes you end things with someone and you're like, I want them to text me. Yes. It was an anger. I was like, I never want to see your fucking face again. Because you knew it wasn't right. I knew it was a right too. I knew it was normal what I was doing in three. If I want to express myself sexually like that, let me express myself sexually like that. Do you miss making the noises though? Because it was obviously natural to you to like want to. Yes. And I, I swear to God to this day, I cannot make a peep when I have sex. Like now. you don't like, are you just talking about talking? Or are you talking about noise? Like moans no- talking? Like I'm so traumatized by it. I have like literal oh my PTSD. God, let it rip. It. I know I haven't had a lot of experiences um, to do that because I haven't like been in a long-term relationship where I feel comfortable, but yeah. What if a guy was like making some noises and kind of like, I'd like you to show me something back. Would you think you'd be comfortable doing that or, or still no? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been given the opportunity. That's fair. That yeah. would be fair. Thoughts on guys making noises. Love when it. When a guy. Why are you guys embarrassed about that? I don't know. I mean, they could have had a similar experience. Maybe some girl hurt them. But like, I love when guys make noises because it tells me what I'm doing is correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's like, because sometimes it's scary to be like, hey, I like when you do this. So instead of saying that, start with the moan. I want, Graham, you should not say anything. And I asked him why. I was trying to remember what his answer was. Do you remember? Yes. I just remembered it. He was afraid that I wasn't enjoying it as much as he was. And so if he made the noises, then he would feel like selfish or be like, kind of like embarrassed. Like, were you not enjoying that as much as I was? So maybe that that yes. could be like a window into like maybe why a guy wouldn't. But I uh-huh. think a girl making sex noises is incredible. Like it's natural yes. because you're like, I'm enjoying it. Like I want to say something. You're, it's the only way you have to tell them. Which it's so weird because like a lot of guys I've been with say how much they love when girls make noises. But you know when you're like traumatized, it it's like you don't know how to explain it. It just like doesn't come out. When you're traumatized, it's mm-hmm. yeah. Set, having a having a traumatic experience during sex is it's I think it's impossible to come back from. Like you yes. probably you you honestly probably won't do it again until really you're comfortable with like really comfortable with yeah. a guy. And speak think about it, you're like naked, you're vulnerable, like the most vulnerable like position you possibly could ever be in and someone like tells you that and it's just like yeah. all right, stop. We talk a lot about like communicating with people during sex mm-hmm. and I'm all for it. But I think like guys listening, especially if you're going to tell a girl something like you have, you have to say, almost the sandwich policy of like, the sandwich you are policy. so fucking hot. I may, maybe not, maybe a little less noises. Maybe scream a little less. Yeah. Scream a little less. You little animal, like <laughs> give her something like yes. that. But to say it like that is like, what, what did your mama do to you? And granted, like he, like I said, he was so smart, very type, but he didn't have a lot of social cues. But it's like, dude. He definitely felt like embarrassed, maybe. It was yeah. a him embarrassed thing. It was thing. definitely a him thing. Yeah. Like you said, he probably like was going back to like, who fucking knows anyone. <laughs> probably, it was probably a save yourself for marriage situation. And, yeah. and it reminded him of like, 
how sex bad is dirty. yes 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 yeah, yeah. It, it probably made him think sex is a bad thing yeah. which i i don't know where that came from but it, yeah, yeah. People do think it yeah yeah definitely but no dirty talk is extremely hard so yeah no i i don't know how to dirty talk in the bedroom anymore because of that situation i hate that you, I, I think know. the best dirty talk is telling them what you're enjoying mm-hmm. i know but i like i become a mute and descriptors i should say a mute i'm okay with like I don't I actually don't know it's been it's been a long time like I said since I've been comfortable with somebody in the bedroom I hope that you can get back there you will I know you yeah, will I, will I know eventually. you will I'm excited for that for you the person I marry he will make me comfortable beyond yeah okay but you know what I think too though I think if a girl is dirty talking moaning things like that that's a massive sign for the guy that yeah. she's loving it loving it and then I think the guy should reciprocate a little yes but but these guys that have these big egos if a girl's like oh, like I'm fucking loving it then you're like like what a win for you wait what's your favorite thing that I would say a guy that Graham could say to you that would turn you on <laughs> It's to touch the boobs, but if you had to say something verbally, it would probably be like, oh, I like when he says you feel so good because I like like the feeling instead. I was like, it would be nothing that he would say to me. That's like, you look hot because that just doesn't do it for me. But like to feel because I always say like the reason I love sex with like the person that you care about is it's it's one way to feel connected. Yes. So that's what it is. If a guy came up to me and was like, I want (laughs) to. And he was like, I want to fuck you. That's I'd be I like, I would melt in my pants. Put his, put his hand on my neck. But it has to be saying. And whispered in, his, whispered in my ear, I want to fuck you with his hand on my neck. I'd, I would come right there. I always think there's a big difference though, Graham, and I've been talking about this, the difference between, okay, there. this would be one dirty thing that we would talk about. It's like the difference between sex and like fucking because there's sometimes yes. where I'm like, you're fucking me versus like, oh, we're just having like sex where it's like a little sweeter. I've experienced this. Like, oh, that's totally different. Yeah. 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 Fucking like, these sex, are di- making love. That's the, di- that, that's one thing I will say. That's my one dirty talk thing is I'll be like, and we're in, we're fucking. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're fucking then you're just like letting it rip. Yeah. As but the, the most like, unattractive thing that someone can say is to say, is for them to say talk dirty to me. Oh, I hate it's like, that. That's, oh my god, I can't believe we have not brought that up. Talk dirty to me. It's like, <laughs> you, you immediately have nothing to say. It's like I when think you. That's so it's like, oh, I think I could talk. I could speak Spanish, and then a Spanish person tries to talk to you, and you're like frozen in time us. like you have nothing to say I also I you guys are like they're like tell me what you like, like. you, you what? say something and I will like go on with it but to say like talk dirty to me it's like excuse me like I have no idea what to say on command like this is a natural <laughs> conversation or when a guy's yes! like when I hate when guys are like do you like that I'm like what am I gonna say no right yeah like like right. what like describe like, what it is yeah, that I should do be you liking like that? I'm like like what 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 are you doing <laughs> to request dirty talk Wait, just have- spiraled it's supposed Stop. to be a conversation so if you want to do it you have to start it like you should say something guys if you're listening we have no tips but the only tip is do not say talk dirty. do or, not say talk or, dirty to me do you like it that one doesn't give me like uh, that it's doesn't just boring it's like, boring. What? like what? what yeah it, that's boring to me talk dirty to me is like almost insulting like no, you do it to me like you yeah you know yes, like, like, no like, like alex that's so true it's like you do this for me like I, it'll turn it. me on but like no, why it's don't like they a, do it? street like why don't you say something and i'll respond to you yeah that's so valid oh, i cannot believe we did not think of that good call wait also the whole thing about like fucking having sex and making love it's like have you had all three <laughs> is that a question yeah at the same time or with yeah. the same person <laughs> no just in life mm. 
sometimes in the same in the same like, hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, i'm sorry yeah wait, it was what? mean no i felt me but i was like, oh, no it was like wow i wish i could have it all in the same hour with somebody okay but you do know yes yeah, you so know the I, feeling yes of the three yes okay what's what's your guys's favorite what was making, it? Love. making love making love yeah what was the last one fucking having sex and making love okay, i love how do you describe having what do you mean by that so to me making love is like the sex is so intimate mm-hmm. it's like the intimacy that's mind-blowing but what's what's just having sex neither just happening you love them yeah but you're just having sex. okay quickie before you would, uh, like a long quickie before you and mike have to like go out to dinner F- the fucking i think there's like the three ways but fucking and making love are both equally as powerful and electric but the fucking is more rapid and like a little bit more like you're sweating it's and like more uh, more physical and more raunchy a little bit more you're raunchy. like fuck me versus like i love you <laughs> yes but the but the making love is just as intense but it's like slower yeah. sex to me is like checking a box you're yes. like we're doing and we're but i think sometimes for me that lives in the middle of them like we'll go we have to have the sex phase oh, sex you is just, a chore sex is a chore you just said that beautifully yeah that was really well put good job like i think about it all the time (laughs) very well put we know actually though like having sex isn't what you want you either want to be fucking or making love sometimes you do have to be you know i gotta like like i think about the guys i've had um i've met and we just a quick like go back to their place like that's truly in my mind i was like yeah we just fucked but no we just had sex because it wasn't like passionate or like rough or raunchy or like long term it was like a quick in and out and then i was out the door you know I what i mean like you that's can't get that with a one night stand you that's can't. why one night stands suck that's, that's why one night stands suck i feel like we're writing a thesis right i know nice. we are we're like tying everything together this is literally a dissertation <laughs> this one is phenomenal <laughs> um listener question <laughs> alex is already fired up yeah, about it fired up. okay so someone wrote in and said i just had this debate last night with my friends is cuddling foreplay Men instantly think they're getting ass if you cuddle. What do girls expect? Love. I don't think, well, I would think all men would think when you're cuddling. It is foreplay, but there's a guy named Graham who I'll cuddle. I'll be cuddling, and I'm, like, so ready, and I'm so excited. And he's like, bed? And I'm like, we're cuddling. Wait, I'm with Graham on this. What? What? Do you think foreplay is cuddling cuddling's foreplay yes how are you cuddling is his finger up your butt no we're just cuddling like when we're cuddling in bed i get so excited because i'm like yeah are you facing him or your ass is to him either way shaking your booty shaking your booty i've been like i'll be laying on top of him and he'll be like are you tired and i'm like no (laughs) i'm wide awake you don't think cuddling is foreplay not at all i think you have to be touching or kissing for it to start the foreplay but okay, but you started cuddling first and then you started, you just randomly started kissing. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, always. Out of nowhere? Yeah. Are you ever just like with someone and they just like start kissing you? I, I, I think it's cuddle then kiss. I guess not. Well, I, are you standing up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the standing up scenario, I get it. But if you're laying in bed and you're cuddling, don't you think that usually is going to transpire into something? No, because I, um, like if I'm laying on a couch with someone, even if I'm on top of them, and we're not kissing or touching. We're not starting the sex yet. But like, if they grab me or like we start like messing around or the lips start touching, then I'm like, all right, foreplay, let's get it on. Graham no, agrees. I'm kind of with Alex. I feel like it's the type of cuddling, especially if like if you're if you're spooning, it's like you're like rubbing your ass. Like you couldn't make it more obvious that you like are trying to have sex. Well, yes! I mean, if, if you're you cuddling could- and, and like, let's say you guys are spooning and Graham starts like touch you. 
then yes, because he's touching you like in your places. Yeah, he doesn't because I don't think he thinks cuddling is a cue for that. It's not. Why? <laughs> totally. For me, it is. This is your your point of view is nice though because then it doesn't make cuddling equal sex, which is good. Yeah, but on occasion. I think if you have a little, there's something called a little, dirt, a little dirty cuddling. <laughs> like when you're cuddling someone and they start to like r- start rubbing you and putting their hands on you. All right. I don't think the guy. <laughs> Let's get it on. No, I will be laying on him and I could, he won't catch it. You're depressing me. Or, if, like, or if you're cuddling and like, I, th- I actually, I take it back. If you're cuddling and like the hand goes on the thigh and starts rubbing the thigh. Let's get it on. But yeah, <laughs> let's get it on. I don't know that you're cuddling with a hand on the thigh. That's what I mean because cuddling's not foreplay. Yes, and I think cuddling is definitely foreplay. I think you it's have the, to add a little spice to it to make yeah. it foreplay. You can't I just be sitting there like I do, and he's like, <laughs> "That's foreplay." <laughs> I think that cuddling leads to the. I think. I just think it is right. No, are no you rubbing. Where's your hands? Where's your, yeah, what do you... It depends. Well, where do they have to be? Can they be around him? Can I be Is like... Is he a big spoon? Um, yes. Okay. Always. So if you're... And your arms are just wrapped around his chest? I think girls that are big spoons. I, that is so not like I like to be a backpack sometimes. What? <laughs> it's more like, like, like a joke. You just said that about Graham. Yeah. Wait. No, girls that are big spoons. You said Graham's the. He's oh, Graham's the big spoon. The big, he's a man. Graham's my oh, big spoon. I'm, I'm always a little spoon. You got to be little. Man. I'm a big girl, like a tall girl. No, like, I want to be. Ninety-eight percent of the time, I'm little spoon. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's funny and cute. Because you're little and cute. Yeah, you're cute and you're little. You're not five eight. <laughs> <laughs> With a man who's. Your height, like a fucking giant. Sometimes, Alana, <laughs> literally, like literally, you actually, be, you actually can be the big spoon. I guess it's finding a man yeah. who can pick a girl up this tall is just depressing. De- debatably, we are the big spoons. Okay, <laughs> I got big fucking hands and feet. Okay, you can be the backpack. I've never been a backpack. <laughs> we are growing. backpacks. We are full blown like <laughs> hockey satchels. Like, We're golf bags. bags. We are golf bags. Fucking hate it. Oh, it's like the backpack's cute. And we're like, yeah, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, you're also like what four eight. And he, and he below five <laughs> five. Fuck up, Alana. Be a little spoon. <laughs> I feel tall standing here. I hate it. I hate it here. here. Okay, so Graham is the big spoon. You're a little spoon. Where are his hands? I have to be a little spoon. I feel huge. I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. I'm feeling like a giant. We are giants. I'm sweating. Yeah, Graham's always the big spoon. Okay, where are his hands? Around me. But maybe... Oh! What? Maybe you think it's um, foreplay because he's t- he's around near your boobs and your boobs are such a big turn on spot for you. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's probably that. I'm like, oh, because you're like he's touching my boobs and I can get an orgasm. It's getting worse. That could be it. Think because I'm assuming it's like this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like wrapped around. Okay, so mm. you're like, okay. Remember I told you like sometimes when you when you're when you're attracted to someone and they just like touch you, your body just like zaps. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Just like yes. they could literally just put their hand your their hand on your back. Or just like graze you, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> so you, you could be that rhythm. <laughs> you just did. Oh my god. Oh my. 
She's liking it. She's being touched by somebody, the chair, I guess. She's like, oh, oh my God, No, if, if, if he even touches my hand, I feel like a zap. I'm so like, so I mean. So, like, for you, since, like, he's grazing your boob, even though he's not thinking about it, like, that could, like, start zapping your body. And then I can see why that could be foreplay for you. I agree. I think I just, I just cracked the code. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I think that cuddle. So you think, no, you think kind of, and I think absolutely cuddling is foreplay without a shadow of a doubt. If a girl wants to cuddle with you, she wants to have sex with you. No. Yes. That is lies. Tell me lies. <laughs> tell me, tell me. Wait, what is that? Damn it. Tell me lies. Tell, tell me sweet little, little lies. lies. Oh, we're going to get my, uh, my, or, uh, <coughs> copyright. <laughs> no, that's a lie, Alex. Cause what if, what if they're laying flat? And like you're doing like that, like the old school type of cuddle, like Graham's laying flat and you're just like laying on his chest. To me, that's so like PG, just like cute. Like that. No, no. Uh, that, that's maybe that one, that one specific act of cuddling. Okay. The spooning one to me that was like, no. just go yeah, for it. Yeah, spooning is like, I put, just put it in. Your hands Correct. better be down my pants if you want to yeah. start having sex. I no. agree with Alex on that one. They, they have to put in the work. You want to start touching me. What if you're the backpack? Are you, is, that, <laughs> is that the scenario? The backpack is more like a silly, goofy mood kind of thing. We're not really... That's, a back scratch, maybe. I will that's say, though, sex. Okay, yeah. if you are backpack... <laughs> Never. Think about the um, <clears throat> control you have over the guy because, like, you have, ac- you have easier access to, like, grab him or, like, touch his neck or, like, play with his ear or his hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's true. It's kind of fun being... A, I'm never on in the back, but it's kind of fun being No. No. I feel like I am 6'2 when I'm a backpack. And Graham is 6'7, so it's a little close. Yeah. A little close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's, that's it good. Boils, discussion. boils to the individual. I think this is a great time for it. Quick pause to talk about Summer. Summer is the dating app to be on. It's different than all the other dating apps because instead of swiping one by one, you see a bunch of profiles at the same time and you can pick who stands out to you just like you would do in real life. If you were standing at a bar, you'd be like, oh, he's cute. I pick him. It recreates the feeling of walking into a party and seeing who catches your eye. Summer shows you the people closest to you. Okay, Louder for the people in the back. Summer shows you the people that are closest to you. So if you open the app at a bar and the people around you are on the grid, they're probably the people around you at the bar too. That is so cool because then you'll know who's single. Likes expire after 24 hours so you don't have to wait around for weeks wondering if someone is going to message you. 24 hours, that's perfect for us youngins because we like instant gratification cuffing season is here so start swiping stop swiping and start dating look up summer on the app store and download it today enjoy that's when i say is sex a chore like i ask myself that question mm-hmm. mm. and it's like the more there was there was a point where sex was a chore but everyone says everyone tells you like the best way to keep marriage alive is to have like a sexy sex life like a steamy sex life and I never really understood that or like felt that or, or knew why until we fa- fell into the friend zone where I was like, from the friend zone, it's going to go one of two ways. It can go to the right or to the left. Let's say the right is good time, sex, love, steam. But to the left is like arguing, fighting, a problem. Breaking up. Breaking up, something like that. If we go to the left and we came from the friend zone... I don't have anything to look forward to. Why would I want to get out of that fight? Mm -hmm. You know, like if hope is somewhere you've been before, you're like, now we're fighting. I don't want to go back to the friend zone. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you were in the friend zone, were you like actually not 
attracted to him at the time or were you just not into sex at the time? That's a really good question. I was attracted to him. I, I wasn't. Yeah. But I was attracted to him in a way of like, like, why did it turn into the friend zone? That's what I'm wondering. Like, what triggered that? You asked me a great question the other day. You said, do you think you married for emotional or physical? Yes. And I was like, emotional. And then I had to work for physical. Oh. Like, yeah. Graham and I were highly emotionally compatible. Um, but physically... You know how sometimes you have, like, insane sex with somebody and it's like, but you kind of fight a lot. Yeah. And it's like you feel all these things or you're like, we get along great. I can do life with this person when it's bad, when it's good. We push each other. We were more that. Okay. And then I was like, for the, we have, <laughs> but we have to make it 50-50 because I think a successful relationship is emotional and steamy. Yeah. Well, because I think a lot of people, when you get into a relationship, I think we forget that you're never going to find someone that's perfectly 50-50. So it's like, do I want to date this person for the stability the emotional connection or do i want to date this not crazy person but like this like person makes me hot and heavy but we don't like the best like emotional relationship because you said with your ex you hit the patch and and you guys broke up yes because i didn't know it was normal like i didn't know other people went through that so i assumed Mm -hmm. going through that meant we just weren't made for each other like i never knew that People went through this. So what happened? You hit friend zone and then like it fizzled? Yeah. we. I mean, we dated for five years. We hit friend zone about like a f- year four. And it was for so long where I was kind of like, well, nothing's going to change. But I also didn't try to make it change. Because why? You didn't care? I didn't know how to make it change. And I also didn't know it was normal. So I never thought that it could change. That's fair. Mm. If that makes the same sense. thing happened to me. Yeah. And sometimes I, I mean, it's for the best. Like, I think. Yeah. I don't think we would have worked out anyway. But sometimes I think that the moment I realized I wanted to break up with my, like, six-year relationship was the friend zone thing. I didn't know it was real. I remember yeah. crying to my mom on the couch about it. Like, I remember saying, I want to feel passionately in love with, with the person I'm with. I'm 23 years old and I don't feel that way. But I had yeah. in the past. So I wonder if I had known that, if I would have stuck it out. Hearing you say that you and Graham went through the friend zone was like the most eye-opening thing because I truly had no idea that that was common. Like, how did you guys get out of that? It took... I don't think it's a bad place to be. I, I need you to walk me through the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, moment yeah, yeah. you were aware of it... And you jumped on it. And how you had a conversation on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I cannot even imagine... And, like... I cannot imagine successfully getting out of the friend zone, so I need to know yeah. all, everything. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let, Start from the beginning. Yeah. Graham and I used to be, it's like we used to be the sex, drugs, rock and roll type thing. <laughs> yeah. And I loved that phase, but I knew it wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. So him and I, when we were engaged and getting married, we were also growing up. Some of our friends were having these jobs. Like we started to take life a little bit more seriously. And so with that, we got married at that time and we stopped going out as much. We fell into like a pretty serious routine. He would go to an office every day. I would work from home. We had been married for six months. Like the honeymoon kind of wears off, you know, and you're like, okay, so you're going to come home every day at five. We're going to make dinner and then we're going to, we're going to eat it together. Maybe watch a movie or something, fold some laundry and then go to bed. Mm -hmm. And we would have sex at night sometimes. And then it just kind of got to where we would be going to bed and we'd be like, I'm exhausted. We're just like, what's the point? We weren't arguing. That was the thing. 
We weren't ever arguing in the friend zone. We got along great. Because mm-hmm. you were like best friends. Best friends. We never held hands though. Anything like that. Oh, so you lost your physical touch altogether. Totally also, lost when you were touch. about to have sex, was it like <laughs> weird? Was it like, oh, kind do you want to go have sex? That's the word I wrote down. It was awkward. Yeah. It got yeah. kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were like, we know we're supposed to have sex because like you're married and that's what you do on a Thursday night when you get in bed. But we were both kind of like, like, were you kind of like, mm. hurry up and get this over with? Like, come, yes. I want to go to bed? Yes. It was like, it was a sex became Ew. a chore. But I knew, but I knew, I was like, I remember these fun, steamy times. I love this person. So it was like, okay, we, ha- we have to address the elephant in the room. We have to be like, I went first. I'm more emotional. Of course you would. <laughs> yeah. I scream things out loud. He's a little bit more of an internalizer. So I was like, hey, I started out, I felt really awkward. So at first when I started out, I was kind of like, hey, do you think like, we should, or like you could tell, like I miss when you touch me, kind of. Like I miss when you just like grab my ass out in public. And at first he was like, yeah, yeah. But I, you know what I think he thought? I think he thought this is what marriage is. Like, oh. I think a lot of people do. I think they think that's how it's supposed to be. And then they just stick with it. That's so true. And you're like, and you're okay with it. Yeah. You're like, you know, this is what it is. This is what we've seen. Because also not like our parents' generation, they don't they don't talk about sex like we do, so we just assume they don't have sex and it's normal not to have sex. Like, that's my biggest fear, get married, and then you lose all the steam. Yes, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, it doesn't, no, no. It, we do not have to be this way. Like, we mm-hmm. can juice this up. Steam, we can have sex at noon if you want to come home for a lunch break. Yeah. But like, we have to spice this up, or I don't think I, this isn't fun for me. So, do you think it was the routine that was the biggest, like, that caused it the most? I think it was the routine. I think it was fear. Mm-hmm. I think we both assumed this is just, I mean, it's going to happen at some point. The honeymoon phase is going to wear off. We're going to, it's going to suck. And then I think we both were like, this is it. It's happening. You know, this is the marriage thing. This is the enemy. This is the boringness of it. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like, why would you just fall into a stereotype voluntarily? Yeah. You know? And so we started really having to be like, okay. You got to touch me. I, I would touch him first. I grab his hand and little things like that. And it's like when you go to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, muscle memory, muscle memory. And you're like, okay, I, I'm going to the gym at first. I know it's not fun, but then I'm going to start looking better. Then I'm going to be able to run on that treadmill a little bit longer. Then I'm going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to like love myself. And that's what started to happen. So did you start to like change up things you did in the bedroom? Like, did you buy lingerie? Did you try new positions? Like, how did you get your sex life to be sexy again? I literally can't imagine going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can't. I, I wish I could ask him this. He asked his therapist at the time, too. He was like, what's, like, what can I do? And I don't know what the therapist said, but it was good. He was like, this is normal, but you two have to, A, start talking about it. It was seriously, like, awkward. The yeah, person yeah, I know, yeah. like, really well, I'm like, hey, we need to fuck <laughs> Should we more. go have sex? Yeah, literally. literally like, yeah. We downloaded an app, which gives you, like, a new position every day. Okay, that's fun. It was very fun. Then we found our favorites. Telling you guys, you know how I feel about the '69. That like got me through it. Wow. And lingerie, like he would buy it. Like different times of the day, you have to like mix it up. But we were just like, we cannot fall into routine. I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Routines are chore. Healthy but scary. <clears throat> I don't even think that you need to switch it up that much. I think you just need to have a conscious effort to like be so present when it's happening. Oh, the pre- do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes you could have sex for like three minutes, n- like in missionary, and you're like, that was awesome. 
Yeah. If the passion's there. Yeah. That's the thing. I enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. When we're when we're flirting and things like that, I'm like, I want to go home and have sex, dude. You're my husband. I love it. I feel really connected to him in that way. But I think when you fall out of it, you're like, oh, we got to do that thing. We got to check that box. Yeah. But yeah, if you're present and you're like enjoying it, like, do you enjoy having sex? Because <laughs> it's different for you. Yeah. Because are you doing it? Like, why do you? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the way I like describe it is so I it's very hard because I'm a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. I love like making out, touching people. Um I'm horny a lot of the times, but I don't love sex a lot of the times. But I think what I'm learning is I am somebody who needs to be really connected with someone okay. to have sex like we talked about in that one episode like one night stands aren't fun because I'm not connected with that person I just feel like I need to be very comfortable with someone to have great sex because I've had great sex but it's with people that I am extremely connected with I've only had great sex a few times in my life really yeah so you so you are you are sexual like very like you're a very like you're a very sexual person yes but it, you need to have like the passion attached to it mm-hmm so how do you, how are you doing like with being single? Yeah. Being single. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, well, I mean, so I didn't have sex for about two years cause of COVID and mm. it like, it didn't bother me. Like I wasn't bothered by it, but I was bothered by the thought of it. Cause I thought people were going to think I was weird for not having sex. Like not that anyone's like, so when was the last time you had sex? But it was like, <laughs> it was going on like two years. And I was like, that's so embarrassing. But I was like, why? Why did you think it was embarrassing? I think cause society like teaches us if you're not having sex regularly you're like a loser i felt like a loser mm. like i literally felt like a loser i was like i no one finds me desirable like that's such a movie trope yes mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if it wasn't for movies i feel like no one would think that a hundred percent it's so funny too because it takes so much to like go out go on the dates that you do put yourself out there like mm-hmm. you do i think it's like one of the best things that you've done since i've known you i'm like oh my god you're a thorough like you really you shoot your shot truly oh yeah some people mm-hmm. are like i'm single woe is me and it's like for you it's like we can definitely say you try yes and then t- to think about it in terms of like the people that you've slept with or like the number that it is yeah it's like that's so funny that we would put value on that as opposed to like the effort that you do. Right? Like I remember when I came to New York and I finally had sex and the my biggest thought was, "Oh, now I can finally say it hasn't been 2 years and I can say it's been like a few weeks." Wait, no, we even talked about that on here. I think I'm I think I was like part of that. I think I was like, "Wait, how long has it been?" Yeah, why? yeah. Why? Why did I why did I do that? Why did I care? I it, it's a society thing. Like you're like, "Wait, cuz it's almost like you think you can't like people can't function without having sex regularly well, with wait, another human." Wait, could you though? Yeah, I was fine. I mean, I know how to do, I can do it myself just as good. That's the thing. Okay, that's yeah. where that's where yeah. I think I'm getting caught up cuz I was like, "Hold on. We just talked about how like sex is good for us." Yeah. But you could do it yourself just as yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I love I love doing it myself, and I know how to, like, do it the best. How long does it take you? <laughs> I can do it pretty quickly, because I sometimes want time crunches. Three to five minutes? Yeah, I can do it three to five minutes if I need to. I just need to stop visualizing it. Yeah, <laughs> please don't do that. It makes me uncomfortable. No, 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 it's good. I'm proud of you. I think guys, like, need to come, maybe. Like, I think they're, like, supposed to. Yeah, I think... I think there's just something they tell you when you're 14 and they want a hand job. But yeah. can't they get, like, blue-balled, <laughs> like, really... Like, it gets painful if they don't come... Like, too much build-up I think that that's, like, high school boys, like, trying to make you, like, touch them. Wait, I don't no, think blue-balls really is real. real. I think it's real. I no, think, I think it's real, too. Guys, I don't. they have to ejaculate because, like, they are producing, like, sperm all the time. 
No, no, I think they she have to release it. Yeah, because think about we don't we uh, we are born with the amount of eggs we are born with, but they are constantly producing sperm every single day. And if they don't release that, it gets built up. I don't think so, guys. I it, really don't. I think that that's a, a myth by young boys. Wait, it's not it's like not a like breast milk. It's not like you need to pump it or you're gonna like. No, I think that like they just tell you that because they want you to like finish them when you're 16 and don't want to have sex with them. If you're a guy, can you please uh, let us know? <laughs> no, I think I, I think, think it's real. I think it's good for them to to yeah. come. No, some oh, tr- oh trust me, so. the people will let us know. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna. I know. W- like I kind of want someone to just walk in and like tell us. Yeah, hey, we have a hey, question for our you. Our blue ball's real, but do you, scientifically, mm-hmm. like, do do. I mean, I feel like it's the same way as like edging, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Like you're like you're about to come and you don't, and then you're like frustrated. Yeah, I think that's as far as that feeling goes. Mm. Wait, but but I'm, I'm sure there's discomfort. I I really don't think it's a painful thing. I think that's what like boys tell you. To pre- to make you feel bad into giving them like a hand job. I don't think it's painful, but I think it. I think we're like hardwired. Like I think it's good for you. Like I think it's part of the. Well, yeah, just like oh, for sure. Yeah, like I think it's a good. No, thing. I'm saying the blue balls pain thing. I think is a myth. Do you guys know that? Got um, it. Yeah. Is blue balls a myth? On this week's episode, we talked about it, and it really pissed people off. I thought it was real. Alana thought it was fake. Alex thought it was real. So let's go around the bar's office and ask. Blue Balls is an urban legend created by men hundreds and hundreds of years ago is to hopefully get women to feel sorry for them to finish off the job of getting a hand duty. 100% real. And you guys need to educate yourselves about it. Blue Balls is not real at all. It's a fallacy. It's completely made up. And Jack Mack is not the guy who should be telling you what's real and not when it comes to anything sexual. I think it's person to person. Blue Balls is not real. I don't know who started that for guys, but I'm glad we did. It's just like, it's fake, but it's awesome that girls think that it's a thing. Blue Balls are real. I do not get them, though. No. Oh, I like the hair. I like, you got some like blonde streaks yeah, going on all summertime. Like <laughs> yeah. Congrats on all the success with the pod. You guys are crushing it. Yeah. He confirmed it too. He said it's fine. Oh, I love it. I love watching. No, no, it's fake. Oh, blue balls thing? I knew you would say it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to lie about it all the time. They thought it was a discomfort that you guys felt if we didn't help you. Yeah, that's the that's the lie we sold. That's the bill of goods. You're like a fucking idiot. It's like make you feel sorry for me so you'll finish tugging us off. I was speaking hypothetically, to. by the way. I don't know how this will be edited, so there's no tomfoolery going on here. We're, We're just talking this. about blue balls and how it's been a, a urban legend from guys in order to get the job finished for hundreds and hundreds he of years. That's exactly what right. we need. That's what I think. <laughs> we'll let Chicklets fans decide. Yeah. And me, real pop fans decide too. Yeah. I realize I have a really hard time realizing if I like someone because I like them or I like the idea of them. The idea of them. Like, that's something I was reevaluating every guy I've dated in New York, and every single time I'm like, did I actually like them or did I like the idea of them? Especially, if, especially like a heightened scenario when you can't have them. Exactly. When they're from afar. And when they reject me because of the ego. And then you're like, they're awesome. Like, remember that guy <laughs> I was hooked up on for like three months? Yes. And I remember people would be like, what do you like about him? And I was like, you didn't even really know him that well. I didn't. But he rejected me. And I was so obsessed with the idea of him because I met him organically. We met in like a, it was like kind of a funny way. Mm-hmm. We like shared a unique experience. And now today I'm like, I like this man because of the idea of him solely. I could not tell you one reason why I liked him. 
Besides, yeah. like, the basics. Do you have... It's like... Because it's the idea of how I met that person. I'm so caught up on the organically meeting, like, the serendipity, the fun story. Mm-hmm. The meet you know, cute. The meet cute. I'm mm-hmm. so obsessed with the meet cute. And I was thinking, sometimes it's not where you are, but it's how far you've come. Like, I was being so hard on myself. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> you're about to hit us with some freaking like ray dunn shit <laughs> no just like a slap in the face like i want to start crying i am crying <laughs> i want to say i love uh, that but i, I was like, crying too oh you are <laughs> oh my god oh, yeah. i need to clean it okay, go, go, go on go uh, how, how can i keep Please. going on oh. i do love that say that again yeah okay but i was like sometimes you know, you're so hard on yourself mm. and yeah. you're like what the fuck are you doing and then i'm like remember where you were a year ago like, it's not where we're at right literally now. It's like, where, how far have you come? And then you're like, dang, like, I've come a long way. But we're like so hard on ourselves in the day to day. A guy going to therapy is a green flag. The greenest flag of all. Have you seen the Titanic? Yes, Alex, I have. Because I'm a normal human being. I'm like you. <laughs> because I didn't know on the Titanic when it was going down literally <laughs> they chose they on the lifeboats last night i was like well who got on the lifeboats who'd we save the women and children so today in today's age if the boat was going down do you think the same thing would happen i'd well, call for it i mean women I think and children everyone i was thinking some guys would be like well listen i run a fortune 500 company i need to be on the boat <laughs> no literally i i think that we would all have like the assumption that it would be that way but i don't think Men would do that. I could see some guys being like, here's my tax returns. I'm getting on the boat. No, literally, like, I, I do more for this world than you. I'm getting on. You're welcome. But I'm pregnant. I don't care. I was just thinking, like, would we still, would that still play? I don't think so. You think it'd be different? Chivalry is almost dead. Is it almost dead? At least with the guys I've dated. Nah. <laughs> awesome. Because some people, I think it was you, told me you can orgasm and then have sex again. No, only with a vibrator. Okay, because I tried and I was mm. miserable. No. That's what I do every time. What? what? Yeah. Isn't your vagina a little sensitive? I always... I'm like, Ugh. I'm before. And then maybe what? again again after. Oh, no, I'm, I was like, don't touch me. Wait, really? Ah. I always come before. That makes my vagina tingle. No. I was miserable. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Like, t- like I totally get that. Okay, um. do you know when you orgasm how your, your vagina gets like hard? Yeah. Yes. So it, I feel like it's too hard to have, like, you have to let it soften before you allow a dick to go in there again. Yeah, like, I get that. Do you need, like, 30 minutes to reset? Yes. I, I've never orgasmed twice from a man in the same night. Maybe. I don't even I don't need, think I have. I don't even need two orgasms. I just need to be okay doing it again for him. Yeah. And I was like, do not, don't. Like, I tried, but is it po- is it possible? That's what I need to know. Is mm. it possible? Well, she I do it every it? time. So you you have an orgasm. Yeah. And, like, getting a, fingered. Whatever. Non-dick penetration. Yeah. Okay. And then immediately you can have sex again and you're okay? You're not like, don't touch me? <laughs> yeah, I guess. It doesn't hurt? I just feel like uh, your vagina's so, like, No, tense. I get what you're saying. I guess it's just... No, I... That's just what I do. Yeah. So I get, but I get what you're saying. I know some people can't do that. I think everyone's different. Because a magazine. I think everyone's different. <laughs> a magazine in high school told me it was possible. Was it Cosmopolitan? I Wait, think is that, so. And is I've that never abnormal? forgotten. No, I think it's normal. No, you're lucky. Yes, jealous. 
of that. I just I did like the, I, I, my vagina. That's just off. like how I do it with my boyfriend. Like I wasn't always like that. With, with oh, my with my boyfriend. Like I specific to a person. Yeah, maybe they're just that compatible. I guess <laughs> hyper compatible. Like I, in the past, past definitely didn't do that. <laughs> okay, we definitely wait for just the sex part. But now I do it both. Wait, I, that, just, I just realized that's a way a guy can tell if a girl faked it or not. Like their vagina gets. I'm a definitely hard. it te- definitely takes me a second to get like ready again, but I just do it. I guess maybe. And once try. I think if you do it quick enough, like it's. Yeah, I think the speed in between the the two, the O and the entry, yes, is what makes it like doable. Okay, because it's almost like I just am still like there. Yeah, that's sad. I I haven't had the opportunity to try it in so long because I don't like the risk of just going into sex and maybe not coming. Yeah. So, yeah. You know? Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. And I just I I last night I was like I can do it because the boob the, the boob play turns me on so much that I'm for sex I'm literally I mean it's like three to five seconds and it's not really fair so right. I'm like let me keep I'm like hold on let me keep trying mm-hmm. and then I'm like wow that doesn't feel good no I, I'm like that too yeah yeah but I don't know try it right after you're doing it like just stick it in just keep just just, just keep try. don't stop like don't slow Ooh, down you're still into it mm-hmm. so you kind of catch up to you catch back up like don't let yourself come down i literally feel like this is it after it comes it's like yeah like i don't let myself come down oh from the high i think i let myself come down. yeah you you were like sit there and you're like if you knew you were gonna do it then you'd have a different mentality maybe 100 percent. okay thank you for that okay Okay. um that's good to know that's that's good to know (laughs) 